You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is episode 107 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbank Coletti. And this is Sophia Yaikela. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Tomorrow is March 31st, and it's another big day in the WESA office. Right, Sophia? Yes, the wait is finally over, or almost. The WESA contract for the August WESA trade show will be available tomorrow, like I said, on March 31st on WESATradeshow.com. And again, this contract or the upcoming WESA trade show is a unique one because members exhibiting this January and August can make use of a one-time opportunity of getting an extra seniority point. So that's going to be totaling four seniority points for 2023. And that's, of course, a fantastic opportunity to enhance your seniority status as a member of the association. What add-ons does WESA offer to the members when signing up for the August WESA trade show? So there are several advertising options available that will help exhibitors to stand out. And um, some of the highlights are, for example, the WESA Runway Cafe fashion event, which is our daily fashion show on the 14th floor. And then, of course, also the podcast advertising. And you can just sign up on WESA trade show again on the same panel as you do where you fill out the rest of the contract. And what's the deadline? The deadline for the contract and also the advertising opportunities is May 15th. So members have about six weeks to submit the contract. And just as an FYI for all the people listening who aren't part of the association yet, but want to exhibit, you will have to join the WESA membership first, and then you get access to the contract so if you do want to join, there's more info available on westsidetradeshow.com slash exhibit, and then we'll see you soon. For 33 years, Teresa Johnson was a nurse. Then she was invited to a girl's trip and needed some new luggage. Rather than buy some, she used her creativity and love of Western design and made her own travel case. She was pleasantly surprised that several of the women asked her to make some for them. During the last year of her nursing career, she was a traveling nurse, and wherever she went, her self-designed cases caught the attention of other travelers. Eventually, she quit and started Vintage Cowgirl Cases, adopting social media as a marketing outlet. Today, she has 30,000 Instagram followers and had 100,000 viewers on TikTok for one of her videos. And she'll tell us all about her brand new product line. Hey, Teresa Johnson, welcome to the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. You've got a tremendous story. I mean, here you were 33 years as a nurse, and now you are a Western product fashion entrepreneur having a great deal of success. And that's really what we want to talk about with you. 
if you will, let's go back before you uh, founded Vintage Cowgirl Cases and chat a bit about your, your nursing career and the incident that led you to this new venture. Well, I had been a nurse for, for 30 years, and I, I was 50 years old, and I got invited on my first ever girls trip. And it was a, a really nice trip. Uh, we went to a big, nice ranch, and um, it, there was a party there, and I didn't have nice luggage. But I went to Goodwill and bought some vintage luggage, and I had some old Western belts, and I attached the Western belts and made this old vintage luggage look real Western. And then I also had all of my grandmother and my mother's jewelry that I inherited. I'm of Choctaw descent, so I have some really nice turquoise jewelry, but I didn't have a way to, to carry it nicely. So I, I took an old train case I had, and I designed that into a travel jewelry case that, that held all my jewelry, but it looked real Western. And when I got to that party, several of the women commented on my on my luggage and my jewelry case especially and asked me if I could redo their train case or their grandma's old train case. So I started redoing ladies' old cases that they had and adding their grandpa's old belt or their dad's belt. So I got lots of orders for that. So I started redoing old luggage to start. And then you were also a travel nurse at the time you gave up your nursing career to start this new venture, right? Well, right after that happened, I, that's when COVID hit and they, there was a big need for, for travel nurses. So I went ahead and I took a travel assignment. So then I was flying in and out every week and, and I started noticing that there were different accessories that I needed, especially a better way to carry my jewelry. And I used, I have a big, nice squash blossom necklace, a big turquoise necklace, and I used to carry that in a baggie. And it broke. And so I was sitting in the airport one day and I drew out a design thinking of a way to safely carry that in my bag uh, and keep it safe so that it wouldn't that wouldn't happen again. So I designed a squash blossom case, a case specifically to protect uh, and travel with those big, nice, fancy necklaces. Well, it was, again, such a hit. I went ahead and filed for a patent on that. And then as I continued to travel, I came up with other things that I needed. Like I would wrap my hot iron case and I mean, my hot iron in a towel. When I got ready to leave the hotel and I kept coming home with all these towels and my husband was getting on me and, <laughs> and, you know, I guess I probably was charged for, I don't know how many towels. So I designed a little flat iron case. So, and I would make them out of cowhide and just, uh, I made several jewelry cases after that and, and, started selling a few online and then started selling a lot online. And, um, and then I was selling just as much online as I was working nursing. So back in October, COVID was coming to an end and, and, and we all knew we were going to get laid off. So, uh, I got laid off and that day I called my husband, this was in October. And I said, you know what? Good Lord willing, I want to try to go to market. Applications are usually closed for WESA in September. And I called up there, and sure enough, they had decided to open up the tenth floor this past year, so there was an opening. So that was that was my sign. So I rented a warehouse, I bought a bigger trailer, I put all of my designs in production, and so Wessa has helped me step over as a wholesaler into the retail world now. So I retired from nursing. And now you're a full fledged entrepreneur. And you know what? I can tell from talking to you that you're enjoying it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun. You know, I, I was so blessed in 33 years to take care of people. And, you know, that was my calling. But, you know, I, I have a creative side that I wasn't able to to use. I mean, I worked 12-hour shifts, sometimes five and six days a week. I was a neuro ICU nurse, very, very high stress. 
So, you know, I, I was busy raising kids and, and, and working all the time and I miss so much. And, and, and now I feel like I get to do what I really enjoy. It, it really is true what they say. You know, if you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. Well, let me tell you, I worked 33 years of hard days. That was work. I loved what I did, but this is a whole different kind of joy it brings me getting to do what I truly love, which is creating, designing, making things, revamping. You know, I revamp old jewelry box, boxes. I take those old jewelry boxes that I'll find at Goodwill or people give to me from the 70s and 80s that they don't want anymore. And I use old belts. I use old leather. I use old magazines, use old vintage fabric, and I just bring them back to life with the Western flair and so I love taking those old pieces and, and bringing them, breathing new life into them. But everything's got to have my little cowgirl western flair to it, though. Well, and it sounds like a lot of other people are agreeing with you because you're getting a lot of following on social media and now you're selling it. I really want to kick this over to Casey. I suppose it's not a great surprise to you that when I travel, I don't travel with a jewelry case, but Casey does. And Casey's a jewelry fan as well. Casey, jump in here. Yes, well, I, I just know Mike's probably already looking at that flat iron case for his <laughs> hair. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no. I, you know what's funny? When I looked to see uh, who we're interviewing today and I looked up vintage cowgirl cases, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, I've been looking at these jewelry cases um, because there's just no good way for me to take my jewelry with me. And... Um, I had to giggle because I've been going to buy one and I just haven't done it yet. So, and I can't remember where I have seen it. So you must be doing a good job of marketing because I have seen your cases somewhere. Well, thank you so much. When I went to uh, West Subs in January, I picked up several stores. So now my cases are, you know, in Wickenburg, Santa Fe, Casper, Wyoming. I picked up a store in Canada, a couple in Texas. So, so they're, they're in several stores now. But, you know, I do make some men's designs. You know, my, my husband has asked for a few things, but I make a bootcase. And then I found a, a, I found a vintage Miss Rodeo America garment bag from the 1970s. It was all red, white, and blue and vinyl. But it was really unique in that it was a hanging garment bag. But then it also had on the front a way, uh, uh, attached boot bag. So it's just one piece. A garment bag so that you can hang your gar your your clothes that hang up. You know, men can carry their their suit jackets, but it also holds your a pair of boots. So I took that uh, vintage Miss Rodeo America bag and I took it apart. I made the pattern. So now I also have a, a garment boot bag combo that's great for men. Men love it to travel. It's all cowhide <laughs> leather. It's, it's a really nice case. Women and men both. So. So I'm I'm making a few things for some men as well. Yeah. Well, good for you. We don't want to be forgotten. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, obviously, yes. You have so many different options, um, and I love the the hat boxes. Just scrolling through here, but I really want to talk about TikTok for a minute. I've kind of been digging into it a little bit. I haven't got that involved in it. I, I love how quickly it gets in front of people, and I think you've experienced that. So talk a little bit about not just TikTok, but your marketing um, that you've been utilizing and that you've used and uh, what you're doing with that, with your marketing. Well, you know, I haven't used TikTok very much. Um, you know, I've got young daughters, and, and they've encouraged me to. 
But I posted mm-hmm. one video. Well, actually, just the other day, I posted a video of that flat iron case you were talking about. Well, I think it was three days ago, and it's already got over 120,000 views. So something like that, I had posted some on my website that day, and I sold out. So something as simple as one little seven-second video on TikTok, if you can get over 100,000 likes, it makes you sell out. So I don't know anything about the algorithms or anything like that. But I also know on, on Instagram, I only had Facebook when I started, and I didn't want to learn any social media besides the Facebook but they talked me into an Instagram. And so now three years later, I'm up to almost 30,000 followers. And the only thing that I can say to that is I have been very consistent and I've posted something every day, just a, a picture of one of my cases or me making a case or something that's in the works. And that's, that's helped me a lot. Marketing wise, I've reached out to a few of the, of the influencers. You know, I, I follow several of the Western influencers and I've reached out and I've said, Hey, you know, I see that you're traveling with your uh, jewelry, but you're just throwing it in the bag. I would love to send you one of my jewelry cases. Use it if you like it. Give me a shout uh-huh. out and, and show it. So that's helped me a lot as well. Um, I haven't really paid for much marketing other than sending a few people yeah. my product and, and they love it. So so that's been a awesome. huge help for me. Yeah. So it's really organic. So I guess what I kind of see here is at the end of the day, you have a product that people are wanting and people are loving. And so good for you. Congratulations on that. Let's talk about some of, let's see, if a retailer signs up, you know, wholesale to sell your products, um, what kind of direction and help do you give them in marketing your products? You know, I only started doing this in, in January, but I, I tell the yeah. retailers they're more than, more than welcome to use any of my pictures, any of my photos. As soon as they post uh pictures with the case I always share share to my stories I give a shout out you know on my pages that you know if for instance you're in Wickenburg you know go by this store and and pick your own case out the the disadvantage for me doing retail is you don't know exactly which hide you're going to get you're going to get a black and white flat iron case but the the patterns are different because no two cows are going to look exactly alike so all the hides are a little different but if you go into the retailers, you get to pick out which case you want, you know, which hide pattern you like. So, so, so there's a, uh, I love helping the retailers and I'm kind of scaling a look back a little bit on, on the, on the retail side for myself because I'm doing so well with my wholesale side. So I'm hoping that I'll go back to Wessa in August and, um, get even, even more retailers that that's what I'm working towards right now. I want to talk about the durability of these products too, because for so many years, like the cosmetic bags or jewelry bags that I've used or purchased have always just been, they just don't last. And um, so I think it's it's notable to mention that the leather is it's not only fun and cool and it's it right now. It's uh, it's going to last. Yeah, that that's true. So again, as I traveled, I have a round makeup case. I used to carry just a little makeup bag. I think like we all do, a zip-up makeup bag, and you, I end up dumping all my makeup out and going through it just to put my makeup on every day. I wanted a bigger case that I could see all of my makeup. So I have a round makeup case. It's 10 inches in diameter. It's 3 inches tall so that it still goes in the bottom of my bag real easy. I made the inside of it a vinyl so it's, you can wipe it clean. It's got brush holders on the top of it. But the whole case is leather and cowhide. 
So it's very durable. You open it up. You see all of your makeup there. You got your brushes on the top. You can keep everything clean. No more digging through a little tiny makeup bag and getting it dirty and dumping everything out. And yeah, it'll last forever. What she hadn't mentioned is she's got a whole new product line. And it has nothing to do with luggage. So, Teresa, I want you to talk a bit about your, your furniture line. Well, you know, I've, I've always collected these old belts, old vintage Western leather belts like your grandpa wore and your dad wore. And that's actually go, going back to my roots of how I started. I, I had some of my dad's old belts, some of my husband's old belts. And you got to think about it. Those belts, you know, like my dad wore for, for years. So I made one into a, a shoulder strap for my purse. So it's almost like getting a big hug from your daddy. You know, when you wear a belt that he wore, put on every day of his life or my husband's belt, you know, I hate to throw those away. Plus a lot of them are really, you know, some artists spend a lot of time doing the leather work to make those belts. They're fabulous old pieces. I love old leather. So I lucked into quite a few belts and I took an old folding aluminum lawn chair, you know, those kind you used to get your fingers pinched in when you used them. Just the, the folding aluminum lawn chair took the webbing off because that webbing cracks and breaks and doesn't hold up. So I made a, a lawn chair that's all leather belts. So the where the webbing would be, it's, it's about 15 or 20 belts. So it's very unique. And that went viral on Instagram with over a quarter of a million views. And I, I, I sell as many of those as I can make. And I've actually been invited to an, an, an art show in Marfa, Texas called the Marfa International. It's in May uh, just to bring my chairs. So while I love it and it's part of furniture, you know, there's an artistic quality to it too. So, so I'm, I'm venturing out into the art world as well. So it's, it's just been phenomenal. I think that's a great story. And you were telling me um, how you came across a huge supply of belts. Well, there was there was a Western store, and I, gosh, I wish I remember the name of it, but it burnt down in in the in the 90s, and it was in Fort Worth. But they were able to salvage a lot of the the boots and the belts. So the boots and the belts weren't damaged. Of course, they were smoke damaged, and all of these belts have been in a warehouse for years that a man bought. So he bought out the warehouse, and he had probably thousands of belts, Tony Lama belts, Justin belts, just a lot of nice vintage belts from the 70s and 80s. So they're vintage belts, but they're actually new. So they've worked great for me, and um, you know, I was able to, to get quite a few of those. So I've been using a lot of those, but I also incorporate just the old worn belts, too. Those those worn belts are a much, you know, they're soft. They've been worn so much. They they have a nice patina. So that new looking leather with the old looking leather, it's just a really it's a really pretty color combination on on a chair. You, you'll have to go to my website, uh, Vintage Cowgirl Cases, or my uh, Instagram or my Facebook and, and look at these chairs because they're very unique and and I love them and everybody that, that sees them. Plus, they're comfortable and those will last forever too. And you're going to an art show. So now you are not only a luggage designer and a furniture designer, you're an artist and this all happened in the course of a year or so. I think that's tremendous, Tress, and I'm I'm certainly glad you gave us the time to tell that story on the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. We've really enjoyed having you on the show. Well, thank you so much. I'm just so thrilled to share my story, and I'm so thrilled that that people 
like, follow me and uh, appreciate what I do and, and are rooting for me. It's almost a Cinderella story in a way because it's not anything I ever stepped out and planned to do, but, it, but it's doing so well that, that, you know, everybody's rooting for me and, and I get so much love from people and gosh, it, it, it's just, it, it's been so fun and I'm so excited for what the future holds. What was the title of that book you were going to write? Oh my goodness. So the first, <laughs> when I went to, when, when I went to market, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, luckily, Sophia was there and she helped me a lot, but I'm going to write a book called This Little Cowgirl Went to Market. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, if you ever do it or somebody else does it for you, it's going to be a bestseller and you'll probably be back here on Wisdom by Wessa again. Hey, Tressa, thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, my it. goodness. Thank y'all so much. The show notes and links from today's show can be found at wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we'd always love to hear your feedback. There's a contact link on the website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. Wessa, where the industry needs.